Hi, Rick. Are you there? Yeah, how's it going? Is this uh, Michael? Yeah, this is Michael. Very nice to talk with you, Rick. You too. I've been reading about your show. I'm, yeah, I'm a, I'm crazy a, segments. I'm a big fan. You know, I don't even care about sports, but I read, I read your columns. <laughs> Thank you. You know, because they're not really so much about sports. They're more about human behavior. Yeah, I, sometimes I would hang it on the thinnest sports thread. I just really wanted to write about people. <laughs> They're great. And Commander in Sheet is an amazing triumph on, <laughs> on Trump. Well, it's, it's a new way to look at a guy who doesn't, who seems to be allergic to facts. Yeah. And a lot of those, I mean, you're doing this is because it's such an affront to your almost worship, can we say worship, game of golf. The whole golf yeah, I mean, ethos. The whole, the whole family. We, we've always been grown up in golf. I mean, I, I can remember my mom, dad, and brother being on the front page of the paper of our little town because they were playing in the same tournament together. We all play. In fact, next week I go to the Riley Roundup, and even my 91-year-old aunt plays. <laughs> What's her handicap? <laughs> She's got two canes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's too easy. Uh, yeah, oh, that's, that's, that's what I mean. So, and, and what is it about golf that Trump tramples on. Uh, well, what isn't it? I mean, drives right. on greens, doesn't doesn't uh, play by the rules, kicks his ball so much they call him Pele. Uh, play, <laughs> says he's won tournaments he didn't even play in. Says he won tournaments that didn't even weren't even held. Says he won tournaments when he wasn't even in the same country. I mean, it's nuts. <laughs> Has he no decency? <laughs> well, you know, like I say. I'm not offended so much as a voter because I don't yeah. know much about politics. Yeah. I'm offended as a golfer. Yeah, right. Just, just, we, we, we just don't do it because golf is this sport that's easiest to cheat at. Yeah. Because you're 200 yards away from me, I got to just trust and always have yeah. that you're not going to throw it out of the out of the bunker. Yeah. And you're going to trust that I'm not going to uh, have a f- second ball in my pocket and throw it down. And we just trust each other. Right. And so if you cheat at golf. That's like a litmus test to your soul. That's like the worst thing you can do. You'd rather lose every match than cheat. On the tour, mm-hmm. if you get caught even sniffing around a cheat, you never <laughs> live it down. I mean, there are guys like Patrick Reed may or may not have cheated once in college, and some guys still won't speak to him because they think he's a cheater. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the whole the, the, the trust in caddies, too. I mean, caddies have a certain dignity to represent, don't they? Yeah, but I mean, what are you going to do? It's his course. Uh, he fires you if, you if you if you like. There's caddies that get fired if he doesn't win his match. Right. So you 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 got to eat. Yeah. You know, and he tips well. He tips two hundred bucks. And yeah. but it's funny because he's got a marine caddy, former marine at Trump Washington, and he, he, you know right. this is just killing his soul to have to cheat like this. Yeah. Is that a- AJ? Is that AJ? But he doesn't. Is that AJ? Yeah, AJ. Yeah. Well, he's and he'll defend Trump to to no end. I mean, he, he's his he's his guy. <laughs> well, he choked another caddy. Yeah. Because the, the caddy, the, the guy said, "I I hope Trump dries up and dies or whatever he said." Yeah, and but uh, the, the caddies are loyal to him because he tips he tips well and it's it's a living. Yeah. Let's let's go back to the beginning here now. Uh, Trump and his ideas about was was he a golfer as a kid? Did he learn the game from a master? Well, that's the crazy thing. His dad didn't play. Uh-huh. He never knew anything about Fred golf didn't. until he went away to Penn. Yeah, yeah. And his buddies were playing golf at this very famous gambler's course in Philly called Cobb's Creek. Mm-hmm. And there, it was full of hustlers and con men <laughs> and guys who had 
extra balls and holes in their pocket. And uh, it's it a famous grifter's course. And somehow he got the idea that you had to cheat your opponent before he cheated you. And, and he loved it. And he talked so happily about all the con men at, at, at this Cobbs Creek that he somehow got the idea that that's how golf is played. But that's not how, that's, that's absolutely not how golf is played. And he just found a new way to tell people that he's better than you, and not just for the day, but every hole he tells you. <laughs> because I know, because I played with him. Yeah. He took about five mulligans. He took a gimme chip in, which I'd never heard of. <laughs> he lied about it. One time he made a six and said, put me down for a four. I'm like, but we're playing a bet. He goes, I always take one newspaper four. Yeah. And, you know, one time I spoke or something, and he got to re-hit. A bird <laughs> flew too low. It was ridiculous. And then, you know, you pay him his ten bucks. And he reminds you how good he is, and then he buys lunch. So it, it's not golf. I don't know what it is. It's mostly uh, yeah. <laughs> sort of a, it's mostly him. A, a Donald Trump ego trip for 18 holes. Yeah, yeah. But And yet, but he thinks of golf as what? Being aspirational, right? Isn't that his? This is the thing that bothers me the yeah. most, I think, Michael. Yeah. He, he has said three times publicly, you should only be able to play golf if you can afford a country club. He calls it <laughs> aspirational. He said it's hurting golf. That, that all this all this stuff about trying to bring golf to the, to uh, the middle class and poor it's only something if you succeed in life you should then get to join a club well if that were true the guy he just hung the presidential medal of freedom around his neck tiger woods would have never gotten to play golf right. he learned on public and military courses mm-hmm. the same as obama played 100% um, public and military courses uh, Chevy Ballesteros, Arnold Palmer, you know, was the son of a, of a, of a golf pro. He didn't have enough money. Right. So he, this game he says he loves, he really just leaves a big orange stain on, and I'm really sick of it. <laughs> well, why don't you speak up about it? I can't understand that. What is your reticence? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know why he hasn't tweeted me. Because uh, Does he talk to you anywhere? He talked about everybody else. I could drink imported beer the rest of my life if he yeah. just start tweeting about it. Did you get to the nickname part with him? Did he have a nickname for you? <laughs> no, but here's the funny thing. He told me, oh, you're my favorite sports writer. Right. You've got to write about me. And, uh, and then Marla Maples was there, and she goes, he's not lying. And she pulled one of my articles <laughs> out of her purse. And Whoa. I'm like, okay, what's the angle here? And then I realized what he wanted. He wanted me to write a back-page column about him. So instead, I went and caddied for him. I was supposed to caddy for him for Who's Your Caddy? It's a book in which I caddied for all kinds of crazy people. Yeah. And um, But he had nobody to play with, so I played with him instead, and I oh. I saw it all firsthand, believe me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you try any shenanigans? I mean, you wouldn't ordinarily, but <laughs> if you saw it going on against you, wouldn't that be a call I mean, to arms? I, I would no sooner... <laughs> We just, my dad would have killed me if we had <laughs> cheated a golf. Just, you just don't do it. Right. I mean, so, no, I didn't try anything. Yeah. But he was a great copy. You know, he said something, the only time I've ever seen him be humble. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, uh, he dropped me off into the limo at uh, Fifth Avenue. Mm-hmm. And I, I, see, I turned the knock on the window. He rolled the window down. I go, hey, you want to do it again tomorrow? Because he's such a good copy. And he goes, you know, for most people, one day of me is enough. <laughs> I'm like, you know, you're right. Yeah. See, that's good. If he would say more stuff like that. Michael, he, he's he changes kind of got a good sense of humor, but he it, publicly he just comes off as, a, and he is, a complete narcissist. Yeah. And even when you totally catch him bald face in a lie, he's like a guy that, you know, is eating your sandwich, 
with your mayonnaise on his lip. And you're like, hey, that's my sandwich. Why are you eating it? I didn't eat your sandwich. What are you talking about? <laughs> and he just says it enough that people are like, I don't think he ate your sandwich. And it's right there in the Mueller report. He ate my sandwich. Yeah. No, you know, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's on to the next stupid thing. Yeah. Oh, now I'm going to start... Uh, uh, allowing people to sharp poke sharp things in the eyes of the elderly. Mm. Well, you can't do that. And then everything yesterday is forgotten. Uh, I like the one with, with Melania when someone asked her where she was from. <laughs> was... <laughs> My buddy was at dinner with him. Yeah. So, Melania, where are you from? I am from Slovenia. This was 2016. Mm. <laughs> Trump turns to her quickly. Say Austria. Sounds better. <laughs> and... And so for like a while, he was telling people she's from Austria until the Slovenian press. And what, the, what are you doing? And everybody gets caught up in this whirlwind of lies. I have this friend who followed him for uh, three years for a TV show called Trump's Fabulous World of Golf yeah. for the Golf Channel. And he said after three years of him telling people they were with 60 Minutes or they were doing a documentary about all these other channels that he wasn't, he just started telling people he was from 60 Minutes. He said one time at Mar-a-Lago, a group of Japanese businessmen got up and bowed when, he, when Trump said they were from 60 Minutes. And went, well, okay, but we're not. Yeah. I mean, I can remember him lying about me. Yeah, well, he said... Rick you? Riley, he's publisher of Sports Illustrated. Yeah. No, I'm just a writer. Yeah. Oh, he's managing editor. Yeah. Just a swimsuit issue, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, the 2.8 handicap. All right, first of all, for people who really can't figure golf hand, what is what is a golf handicap supposed to be? Well, the bigger the number, the worse you are. Hmm. So if you're a zero handicap, you're almost ready to play on the tour, right? Yeah. Most guys are about a most people are about a twelve, fifteen, twenty. Mm-hmm. He says he's a two point eight. <laughs> now, if this guy's a two point eight, then Queen Elizabeth is a pole vaulter because yeah. I've played with this guy. I've seen video of him playing this year. He is not. He looks to me like to be about a 10, which isn't bad for a 72-year-old guy. It's pretty good. I think only 3% of people over 70 are single digits. So why isn't that good enough? And yet he tells people, I'm a 2.8, which, by the way, Jack freaking Nicholas is a (laughs) 3.5. So if you have to play a loser loser sweeps the streets of Baghdad, you're going to pick Nicholas, right? but, But you know how he does it, Michael? He doesn't report his scores. He only reports the best one on the ca- on the handicap yeah. computer. It's taken him eight years to report twenty scores when we know he played sixty six times last year alone. Mm-hmm. So he's the worst kind of cherry picker. Yeah. I mean, besides George Washington, I guess. Now, oh, good point. Uh, isn't the PGA kind of picky about this kind of stuff? Uh, uh, I mean, <laughs> why hasn't he been brought in on the carpet? Never. 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 Um, there are, this this last month, so I think based on the book, because we talk about yeah. what a lie his handicap is, yeah. somebody got on his uh, on the handicap computer, hacked his account, which isn't hard, and put in 101, 106, <laughs> 102. We call them radio stations, you know, Zoo 103, Circus 105. <laughs> and then somebody else got in and put in a 68, and both are as phony as could be, but if you had to pick one that was more realistic, yeah. it'd probably be the 102, yeah. because the guy can't chip. His, can't his chip. caddies throw it out of bunkers yeah. or any hard lie. So if, you, if he had to play, I got a $100,000 standing bet that I can beat him, because if he had to actually hit his actual <laughs> chips or out of hard lies, 
he he wouldn't break a hundred. Yeah, but but he does that famous fake chip, right? Isn't that right? He does a chip and then goes Called up my, and pulls I've a ball out of the twice t- from people. Yeah, that one time yeah, he thought he was alone on the side of a hill <laughs> near near the near the hole. Swung like he was hitting a chip, but my my friend says no ball came out. <laughs> so then he comes running to the hole, reaches in. The ball was in his right hand the whole time. Pulls the ball out of the hole mm-hmm. and says, "I sunk it. I chipped it in." <laughs> <laughs> but my he didn't know my buddy was watching him the whole time. Yeah. So what kind of? I mean, you tell me. Yeah. What kind of person needs to do know. that? I don't. I'm not a, a whatever that would be. Psychologist? I'm not a sports psychologist. They must how, about have, just a, how about just a shrink? Any sort of shrink. I'm not anything like that. I can, but here's the thing. Now. First of all, you can see why people, if this were just a guy who was this way, you might think he's pretty funny and kind of like him, you know, because you know what to expect from him and so forth. Yeah, he's like, he's like your uncle at Thanksgiving that says he punched out Sinatra and slept yeah. with Marilyn Monroe. You're like, yeah. what, else, what else you got, you know? It's a big story. I, I can't. I can't stop and talk about all these things you're bringing up here. This is a lot of. You're covering a lot of ground here. Let's get back to Donald Trump for a second. Yeah, but uh, you were saying if, if he was I, just a guy. Just a guy. Just a guy. But the fact is, though, he's not just a guy. He's also this uh, avaricious businessman. And so, I, I believe what you're saying is that some of these characteristics that he would cheat at anything on the golf course means it, would he cheat at anything in life? And has he? And is that what that is that what we we find with Donald Trump? President, Look, I, I knew Arnold Palmer, yeah. and Arnold Palmer never did a business deal with a guy until he played 18 holes with him. Yeah. And one time we were about to play, and he said, this guy's going to join us. And I'm like, well, who is he? Ah, he's this guy. I might do business with him, but i got to play golf with him first before I decide. I'm like, well, what's golf got to do with it? And he said, because in four hours, you can't hide who you are. If you're going to cheat me in golf, I know you're going to cheat me in business. If you're going to lose your temper out here, I know you're not going to be you're not going to keep your temper in the business meetings, and he says it's kind of like a way to really get to know a guy in four hours because golf is so hard. And sure enough, we played with the guy, and Arnold didn't do business with him, and I don't know what he saw, <laughs> but he that's how, that was his litmus test for a person, mm-hmm. and I believe in that. You know, I always say golf is like bicycle shorts; it reveals a lot about a man, mm. and it, what it reveals about Donald Trump is is not pretty. Yeah. Did, did Arnold Palmer ever say what it was that he discovered? <laughs> no, he didn't. He was, Arnold Palmer was was one of the greatest guys ever. Yeah. And he would never talk down about a guy. But all of a sudden, guys got iced out, you know, that, that he didn't think. But especially when it comes to golf. You know, this was Arnold's religion, golf. And to cheat a guy in, uh, like Arnold Palmer. Hey, tell you. Donald Trump tried to cheat Tiger Woods in a match, <laughs> so he's not afraid of cheating anybody. So, what do they do? If you're going to cheat in golf, you'll cheat on your marriage. You'll probably cheat at your taxes. Mm-hmm. You might cheat to win an election. God knows what else. To say nothing of, doesn't pay people that worked for him. Yeah, right. The guy who guy who painted his entire Doral Resort, he had to sue the standing president of the United States mm-hmm. to get his money and won. I mean, what kind of example yeah. is this for people? Yeah. And that's true in every example you you cited in the book, any of these business deals. you got to go in and bargain to get your money. Well, there's a reason I call it commander-in-cheat, yeah. because it's not just golf, man. No. I, I see that he's, go- he's going to uh, Doonbeg in Ireland. Okay, quick, yeah. quick thing about Doonbeg. You yeah. remember when Trump 
uh, said, climate change is a hoax invented by the Chinese. <laughs> it's all fake. All right, knock yourself out. There are some people b- that believe that. Yeah. But meanwhile, he's suing or petitioning to get a seawall built between the co- ocean and his Dune Bay golf course in Ireland because, and it says right in the petition, <laughs> climate change is causing the sea levels to rise and it's ruining our fairways. Mm-hmm. So, so when it's good for him, uh, when it gets him votes, yeah. it's a hoax. When it's ruining his fairways, it's real and you've got to put up this wall. Amazing. So it's all such hypocrisy. Why did the, did the Irish go for that? Or it's still in contention? They, they, I think they have gone for it, yeah. and it's going to wreck the surf. It's going to mess up migrating dunes. I mean, he did the same thing in Scotland. Mm-hmm. He, he, he wrecked these migrating dunes that are incredibly precious, and, and then he tried to sue because they put out these big energy windmills off in the oh, coast, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the ocean, off his golf course. Mm-hmm. And he tried to sue, and he lost, and he lost on fees on that, and that's why he thinks windmills give you cancer. There's so much to cover here. It's, it's amazing, um, and they don't care. Well, they don't care. We're for number me. eleven on the New York Times list, yes. or as Trump would say, number one. Yeah, yeah, very great. Uh, plus, the eleven championships he won as the best uh, sports writer of the year. Come on, eleven <laughs> times. <laughs> well, I count actually, two or three. I, I have the actual. I have the actual speeches. To prove, but uh, I guess All we right. could investigate it. All right, don't give him. I ask that much. Um, Scotland, they, they hit him in Scotland more than anywhere, right? And and his mother well, was Scottish. I went there when he was there visiting yeah. the Queen and Theresa May, mm-hmm. and I have never seen so many signs everywhere this guy went. Mm-hmm. And the Scottish, the Scottish have these great signs. I don't even know your great muckle gape. I had no idea what that meant, but I think it meant you don't... You, yeah, I think your, so. Your giant numpty, I think it meant you don't know anything. Uh, but they they would yeah. write things in the sand. Is that the best you can plane do? Would, be, a helicopter would come over yeah. and just awful, <laughs> awful things about And yet they're very polite because, people, aren't because they? Because he said he was going to employ 6,000 people no, that's right. at this course in turn. And uh, Aberdeen, he employs 85. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he tried to... Uh, ruined these people's views mm-hmm. that he didn't own the property. He tried to buy the property, couldn't. Then he tried to ruin their views with berms and trees, and the trees died just because he thought their houses were ugly. Mm-hmm. He did the same thing here in Rancho of Palos Verdes. Oh, yeah. Tried to ruin the views, specific views of these houses near his course because he thought the houses were ugly. Yeah. It all went to a lawsuit. He went to the houses and said, "Well, this looks like S H I T," right in front of the lady that owned the court, the house. Mm-hmm. And this is a pretty Republican district we're talking about, right? Well, until Trump moved in, they had always voted Republican for president. Yeah. In 2016, they voted overwhelmingly for Hillary Clinton. That's see, he's had some. He's caused some good to occur. <laughs> uh, are you a little surprised? However, I mean, are you, I must be surprised that he actually ran for president and won. Because people said maybe he was running for president as sort of a gimmick. Is that what you thought when you first heard about it? Well, you know, I have friends who are his friends, and oh, yeah. they say yeah. he ran to imp- just to increase his, uh, his build his brand, and he was trying to um, score his next deal with The Apprentice and get a better deal. Remember, <laughs> at that time, he was still it was still a show, yeah. and um, and all of a sudden, all these lies and all this bull crap yeah. was actually connecting with people, 
and he's so good on TV, as you know, mm-hmm. and he can just lie like no one I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And and so he was trying to build the brand. But here's the irony, Michael. Mm-hmm. It turns out him being president has really, really hurt his golf brand. Yeah. Doral, I went to Doral, where he has four, you know four four golf courses. Mm-hmm. You, you literally could shoot a machine gun and not hurt anybody there the day I was there because that night after I checked out, a guy did come in with a machine gun, <laughs> shot up the lobby, but nobody was hurt because nobody was there. Just to prove a point, um, he came in. Didn't the, yeah, the business is way down yeah. at his uh, this course in Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. I walked it twice last year, and I saw one group each day. Business is way down at Dune Bay. Um, he built this thing in the Bronx, or well, the city did, but he runs it. And he and his his son, who lies too, said, "Oh, you can't get a tea time." I'm like, "Really?" He said that on a Friday. I checked; I could get a tea time anytime I wanted the next day, <laughs> which was a Saturday. So the, the, the irony of all this is he did this to build his brand. But his golf brand is really hurting. Yeah, it's really hurting his brand. So you think he might resign as a result of the <laughs> brand damage? No, I do not. Yeah. Because he loves winning. He's got, he's, and he gets to win because every press conference, uh, no one gets to ask a hard question because he just talks over them. Mm-hmm. And he gets to go on a network that doesn't seem to care about his lies, Fox. And so he thinks he's winning. And that's how you get to win... 20 golf championships that you didn't. I mean, this golf.com reported that he was in the Philippines mm-hmm. or Singapore with Kim Jong Un when they played the Trump Mar-a-Lago thing, the golf tournament, mm-hmm. came back a month after it had been held, saw the guy who'd won, challenged him to a six-hole match, cheated to win the match, and then declared himself the champion when it had been played a month before. Mm-hmm. So I have tons of examples. One time he won one in Bedminster, New Jersey, when he was in Philly. So it's just, it, it, it melts your mind. The book is is mostly funny, but a, when you're not laughing, you just kind of want to cry. Yeah. Bedminster is going to be this first first Open there, first major tournament? 2022, they'll yeah. hold the PGA, yeah. and that will be something, right? Yeah. The Men's PGA Championship, which was just held, mm-hmm. won by Brooks Kepka. And if he's president... That will be something because the women's U.S. Open was held there, and they had protesters, people flying over in planes, uh, people built fake cemeteries of all the things he's killed outside the gates. And imagine that for a for a major men's tournament with Tiger Woods in it. And that is going to be a zoo. So it, that it could very well happen if he's president. Yeah. The, the 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 use of these same tactics or mentality in politics has that surprised you? Uh, you know, who who knew that he cared about politics at all to begin with? I don't know. I'm sure local politics and zoning politics. But did that surprise you? Um, I never thought he wanted to be president. I mean, I've known him. We knew him, and we've known him since the USFL. I mean, we knew him in sports forever. I mean, I've been with him at fights and. You know, he's a big, huge bag of fun blowhardness. And mm-hmm. so we, I never dreamed someone like him could be present. So, mm-hmm. yes, that's, that shocked me. Yeah. And the, the irony is, you know, I've always followed him on Twitter because he's crazy. Mm-hmm. But he used to just ream, me, uh, ream out Obama for playing too much golf. And he should play with, Obama should play with Republicans and maybe something would get done. And Obama, we shouldn't have to play for his golf round. <laughs> Obama played almost entirely 
military course near uh, military course near DC mm-hmm. or uh, public courses, and then once a year he'd go to Nantucket, and once a year he'd go to Hawaii. And it's true he didn't play he didn't play with Republicans. He played mostly with his advanced staff. Trump, meanwhile, has played one hundred percent on courses he owns. He's I think the the numbers up to almost a hundred million dollars on trips to Florida and Bedminster. Yeah. And by the way, has not played with a single Democrat. He's he's doing exactly the opposite of what he told Obama to do. Yeah. I remember reading about the Secret Service having to pay for their carts to follow him around. Well, here's what that that rule is. Yeah. They have to have carts mm-hmm. that are that go faster than the re- regular golf cart. But here's the so they have to rent like when they go to uh, Florida, they have to go to Miami and rent golf carts and truck them in. I mean, like eighty of them, and it's really expensive. Same with Bedminster; they got to truck them in. But the irony of this is, Trump's cart they they screw with the governor so that his cart can go twenty five thirty miles an hour, and so they know they they already know in the in the mechanic shop how to do it to all these golf carts. Yeah. I could have saved them, you know, four million dollars. Got to goose them up there. Well, yeah. he, he's got to get down the fairway pretty fast to change his lie, right? That's why. He well, he it. he lives by the old Mickey Mantle quote: yeah. "He who has the fastest quote always ha- or, he who has the <laughs> fastest cart always has the best lie." And this is his mo. Like if you play with him, he's always first off the tee, jumps in the super cart, the caddy's on the back holding on for dear life. They're ahead a hundred yards by the time you've hit. By the time you get to your cart, he's 150, 200 yards ahead. That way he can get up there, kick it, foozle it, fudge it, fluff it up, whatever he needs to do or whatever the caddy does for him. And then, I mean, at one time in L.A., he hits it in the water off the tee. By the time they got to the ball to see where, you know, where he was going to drop, the, wa- the ball was already in the fairway. And he goes, no, I guess it, I guess it must have been the tide. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you got to oh. give him that line. That's a good one. Probably use it again, I would imagine. Yeah, use that. Use that today yeah. when you're playing. Uh, what's the floating mulligan? <laughs> well, a mulligan is a, is a generally, and I think it's protected under the Constitution. Yeah. I don't use one, but most guys, <laughs> I don't use one anymore since the book came out. But most guys, uh, first ball, first hole, and tee number one. If you don't like your shot, you can hit another one. That's the flo- That's the mulligan. Now, some cheaters go. Yeah, well, I didn't use my mulligan on one. I'm going to use it here on number nine where I've hit it out of bounds. No, that's illegal. He uses floating mulligans, traveling mulligans, uh, hip pocket mulligans, you talked mulligans, the bird flew too low, oh, the wind was in my eyes, you know, whatever mulligan he can come up with, and that's a floating mulligan. Yeah. Did you play, have you played with Clinton, for example? Yes, I played with Clinton when he was president. Yes. And uh, he cheated in, in a, in a uh, completely different way. Yeah. So Clinton didn't get to play much. Uh, he played maybe once a month. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he would hit what we call Billigans. He, he'd hit his first shot off the team, and he would, to his credit, he would play that shot. Mm-hmm. But then he would hit these extra practice shots, like, oh, I didn't like that one. Why can't I get my hips through? And then, you know, his caddy's trying to help him. And so he'd hit five and six more of these extra ones. But then he would play the first one, but then I always noticed the Secret Service would maybe like, oh, here's your first one, Mr. President, yeah, right okay. here in the middle of the fairway. <laughs> because right. everybody wants to be, you know, ambassador yeah. to Sweden and stuff. So I, I always say, like, Clinton, you didn't really bet. And he still kind of recorded a score that was somewhat close to what he shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it's like 
It's like Clinton's the guy that goes into the bank and steals the pen, and Trump's the guy that goes in and steals the vault. Steals like, he wants to beat you and then brag about it. And the irony is that when you play his course and he didn't play with you, he lies about your score. Because Lee Trevino, the famous golfer, won, I think, six majors, uh, sees him one day, and Trump sees him after a round. He says, uh, down in Florida, Lee Trevino, one of the great golfers of all time, what'd you shoot today? And Trevino goes, ah, oh, shot 73. Oh, let me just introduce you. Hey, Pepe, this is Lee Trevino. He shot 69 today. And Trevino's kind of looking at him. And then, hey, uh, Jimmy, this is Trevino, one of the great golfers of all time. He shot 66 today. Yeah. And Trevino goes, I had to get off the property before I set the course record. <laughs> well, at least he gave him points. That yeah, was, so they, he was generous. Everything gets the Trump bump. We call it the Trump bump. The Trump like, bump. If I stand toe to toe, eye to eye with him, I'm six foot one. And yet, when it came time to delivering his health record report, he was six three two thirty nine, which kept him under obese levels. <laughs> I noticed he gained two inches. Yeah. Then, if you've ever heard of you know Trump Towers, fifty eight stories, sure. but really he skipped all the floors in the twenties, so that it could be fifty eight. It's actually forty eight. He gave it the Trump bump, mm-hmm. so it would be bigger than the than the General Motors building, which was down the street, which was fifty four. Mm-hmm. So his handicap, uh, the ranking of his courses, how great he shot that day, how terrible you shot, it all gets the Trump bump. Mm-hmm. It's just all part of this giant cloud of baloney that's coming at us from every direction that we're at this time in our lives. It's crazy. Yeah. Little ball, big ball. Now, that's, this has to do a lot with his courses and so forth. And it's all business mode, I guess. Well, you know, here, here's my people say, well, like uh, a lot of my Republican friends are like, well, what does it matter that he cheats at golf? It doesn't mm. affect his presidency. Mm. Like, well, actually, it does. It does because some of the troubles and controversies he's gotten into has started with golf. For instance, Mueller. So he keeps saying Mueller is conflicted. And he said it Friday. He's terribly conflicted, and that's why, you know, this Mueller report is full of crap. Well, that all started because Trump does this thing. When you join a course, Mm -hmm. uh, and he buys courses, like in D.C., where Mueller was a member, um, it was called Lowe's. It was a different course. And you joined uh, the club, and I think Mueller paid something like 50 grand. And you said in a contract, it says, you get your money back when you quit. Uh, as long as there's another person to take your place. So Mueller quits, like, I don't know, nine years ago, because he's not play- using it enough. Uh, but Trump had already bought it by then, and he says, okay, where's my money? Because you know, there's a long wait- waiting list. And Trump's, uh, Trump's people say, oh, you don't get your money back. And Mueller's like, well, it's right here in the contract. And they said, sorry. And so Mueller let it go. But Trump's using this as, like, that's what why Mueller found all this uh, this examples of wrongdoing mm-hmm. uh, by Trump yeah. <laughs> because yeah. because of this conflict. Yeah. And it is true, because he did this to these guys in Jupiter, Florida, mm-hmm. and he said, none of you, 200 of you, are not getting your money back. Even though it's in the contract, 50 of them sued because they have a signed contract, and they sued the standing president of the United States, and in 2017, they won $7 million from him because... He broke the contract. So that's just one example of a dozen where 
politics has been influenced by what he did in the world of golf. No, that's that's his trust fund. That money he buys other golf courses with, right? Pretty much, well, or whatever he it, wants it, to it's do. It's a murky legal area. Yeah, but people say, "Hey, um, this is illegal," and it depends on the wording of the contract. But but there was this whole controversy about was he using Russian money when, for about six years, he didn't take any loans out. And he just bought golf courses and a winery and a hotel. Well, I think he was using this these members' money, and which you know, at a course with five hundred members, and he's put down a hundred grand. You know, that's fifty million dollars. Let's see, that's I don't know what the hell that is, but it's a lot. <laughs> I was trying to work <laughs> and, it out uh, here, but I'm you can gonna... buy things with it. Yeah, and so I think that explains why he may not have used Russian money and why he didn't get any uh, loans. Because he's using this, uh, this, these membership deposits that should be in a trust in case something goes terribly wrong. Uh, and so these people, I think we got lots of losses ahead of us on these things. Rick, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. Congratulations on, on the book doing so well. It is a New York Times bestseller. Moving up the charts right now. Uh, and, <laughs> well, uh, uh, if you have any quiz questions, you know, yeah, always no, call me. No, because I know you know the guy from uh, Jeopardy. So I'm not going to call you. Uh, <laughs> right. Okay. He's up to, what, two million so far? I think and, he's coming up on two and a half. Two and a half. So, and and, and frankly, way, we don't have that gambling, kind of money. So we're, we're not all idiots in sports. What? Most of us. Yeah. He, we, he's a golfer, too? No, no, no. But he's a great gambler. Oh, yeah, he's he a run, gambler. That's right. Yeah, he runs lines. He runs the middle. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> Commander in chief. Golf explains Trump. Thanks, Rick. Thanks, Michael. Very much. Rick Riley. So that's you don't play golf at all, do you? No. Yeah. Never. Never once. Never once. Did someone ever put a club in your hand no, and say, hit, "Not even hit this plastic no. ball"? No, no. No, no interest in it. No, no. Interest do you have in a sport of any sort? No. You're quick to admit that. Yes. Well, it's an, it's an easy question. As a boy, did you not roll a hoop or anything? Roll a hoop? No, I'm yeah. not that old. <laughs> Oh, is that I, old? I think they did that in the 1890s. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, what would, might you have done there on the farm? Because you had to make your own uh, games and did you wrap horse hair around a rock and make <laughs> try to make a ball out of it? I don't think so. Okay. No. All right. Thank you all for watching, listening, or whatever you're doing now. I'd like to thank you for whatever you're doing. It could not be related to this easily. Probably not. Thanks anyhow. Talk to you real soon. So nothing about baseball and dad never threw a ball to you? No. No? You feel like you've missed something? No. Do you want some time to think about it?